This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Is the Ty Butler Show. The statement reads as follows. If the Jets don't at least reach the AFC Championship game, the season was a failure. Uh, and on one end, you can say, how dare you root for a team 12 years removed from its last playoff appearance? How dare you come on here and say that in year one of this, you've got to get to the AFC Championship game? The counter to that is, we really don't know how long you have Rodgers for, and you did invest a lot of capital into him. I guess maybe it's fair it's just hard for me to wrap my mind around that this is the ty butler show on 98.7 espn there we go you know the vibes two hours down one more to play with on this thursday night in new york city ty butler going until 10 o'clock filling in for dan grasa right here on 98.7 espn Hit us up on the gram on Twitter, Ty D. Butler. On the phone lines, 800-919-3776. And I do want to once again point out that correction that the caller just uh, brought up. And it is that Aaron Rodgers, yes, on the show tomorrow, 7.30 a.m., DPH on Rothenberg, they are live from Jets camp. I erroneously said it's going to be the first time he's been on the station. But obviously, you know, once the trade went through and he was officially introduced by the Jets, uh, after he had met with the local media, he joined the K show. So I apologize for that. You know, it just slipped my mind that that happened. Uh, but, you know, for the second time since he's come to the Jets, for the second time, you know, ever, he is going to be on these airwaves. So I am excited to listen to him tomorrow morning. Jets kicked off training camp today. And I'm hoping that this season goes another seven months because, you know, it's been a, it's been a long time coming, as Sam Cook said. Uh, but a change is going to come. So be sure to tune in tomorrow morning, 730 a.m. My guys, DPH on Rothenberg, as they talk to Aaron Rodgers, amongst other folks. 645, you get Miko Hardman. Uh, he's going to join the show uh, at 7 o'clock. You get Elijah Vera Tucker. That should be fun. C.J. Mosley, 715. Rogers, as I mentioned, at 730. And Robert Sala is going to join the guys at 930 right here on 98.7 ESPN. Before we get back to the phone calls, do want to give a shout-out to uh, all the Washington Commanders fans. Shout-out Rosenberg, who's right now enjoying the, you know, greener pastures or bluer pastures, I should say, in Turks and Caicos uh, on his honeymoon. <laughs> yes, yes, you do, brother. And today, the the great news that you have been waiting for, well, you know what's going to happen. It just has to become official. The NFL owners agreed on the selling of the Washington franchise. So Dan Schneider is out. He is no longer the owner of that football team. And, I mean, what an impeccable resume he leaves there, right? 24 seasons, six playoff appearances. Two playoff wins. Mark Sanchez doubled that in back-to-back seasons, 2009-2010. No AFC championship game appearances. Ten different head coaches. 27 different starting quarterbacks. And an impeccable 427 winning percentage, which ranked 27th in the NFL. Uh, so shout-out to the Commanders fans, you know, Redskins, Washington football team. So yeah, I guess the other stat to throw in there is he had three different names. But if you're a fan of this team... It is a huge day. It is monumental. And you now feel like that breath of fresh air, that you know, the, the tide has turned. Because what you have been subjected to with this owner, I mean, is beyond belief. And I'm honestly a little bit conflicted as to how I feel 
uh, from this standpoint. So Dan Schneider purchased the team in 1999 for $800 million. I mean, so look at the return on that investment. 700% return uh, ROI on that. He's got $6.05 billion that he sold the team for to, to Josh Harris and, and his, uh, his, his group of people. But the reason why I feel conflicted is we know how abhorrent Dan Schneider is. You know, the worst owner maybe in all the sports he created or at least allowed and was the overseer of a toxic environment and culture in Washington. And you know, today it was reported from Schefter that he now has to pay a $60 million fine because of the findings uh, in that investigation uh, where he was uh, sexually harassing a team employee and oversaw team executives who deliberately withheld millions of dollars in revenue from other teams. So this is just a despicable human being. And the reason why he is no longer the owner is because he was essentially forced to sell. That's the punishment. But he comes out financially on top with $6 billion. And that $60 million fine is, is, what is that, in his ashtray? 1% of what he's, he's actually going to be getting from this deal? So that's why I feel conflicted. He, he should not come out of this as a winner as much as he has. Now, obviously, you know, that's how the business works. He's going to capitalize on, on a team that is worth $6 billion. But something feels wrong about him being rewarded at the end of all of this. But to focus on the positive, it's good that he's done. Uh, we we saw stories that he's like bribing and blackmailing, you know, NFL officials and other owners, because uh, he he was going to go kicking and screaming. Did not want to give up this team. Uh, this was you know an, an an ego thing, and it really played into the worst part of his personality and character flaws. Where you know that's the level of uh, of desperation he was going to. But you know. Today we, we get the good news that it's officially done. He is no longer the owner of the Commanders, so shout out to them. That's going to be uh, a team that now going forward you, you no longer feel has that dark cloud hanging over them. So I wanted to uh, acknowledge that on the program today. 800-919-3776. We go to Steve in Chappaqua. What's up, Steve? Hi. You are awesome. I enjoy listening to you. I I look forward when you you have these uh, fill-in spots. I just want to Thank comment you, on the other day, yeah, DPH on Rothenberg. I was disappointed in Raymond for letting, uh, you know, those, uh, you know, there were two callers of questionable, you know, political persuasion, let's say, and he let them hijack the narrative for half an hour of some phony uh, Twitter poll and, Listen, Steve, maybe maybe the disappointment is unwarranted because the, the answer, the simplest answer, could be the correct one. And the correct answer can be that Raymond's just not a good guy. You ever, you ever think about well, that? Maybe he's not a good guy. All right. I, I did not uh, get that impression. But, uh, yeah, you're right. He says, <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't know. Go, go down this road. And meanwhile, they gave a platform to these idiots. And uh, it was it was disappointing. You got a couple of supporters called in and talked about get off my lawn types and all that kind of thing. But uh, keep your head up. You're the best. You're, you and uh, 
actually, Pat O'Keefe are my two favorite of the younger hosts. Wow, so, I appreciate that, Steve. Appreciate the love. Awesome. Appreciate the call. Here's the thing. I, I love the defense being, you know, Rothenberg's throwing his hands up. I had nothing to do with these callers. Dude, you have a call screener. You see what they want to talk about. You take the call. You are essentially giving them a license to disparage me, which you is fine. I'm not Ray sensitive. is future-based. <laughs> I, I, look, I'm not sensitive. I could take it. It, it comes with the territory. If you're going to put yourself out there and, and give opinions and takes and you know be on social media having fun, and people know how I like to uh, you know, have fun, you, you are going to put yourself in position where you, you are, you're susceptible to people coming at you, and that's fine. You know, I'm, good I with it. I'm not sensitive. I've got thick skin, I, but I, I did notice that there is a certain audience that dislikes me. I, I, I think that it is, I don't want to say, a, a deviation from the norm. Like you hear the voice, I'm a younger African-American male on the station. It's a deviation from you know, what you've been ex- expected to hear. Uh, there's this like age thing where you know you're only thirty years go you're only thirty years old you're not allowed to have opinions so what have you watched so you're fighting that people coming at you from that perspective even though look I I put the work in I do my homework I watch I do my thing I come on here and I I say what I gotta say I talk my talk that's 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 what I do but it's cool I appreciate you calling in to defend me but I mean come on man haters gonna hate. If you ain't and if you ain't popping, they ain't gonna hate. Let's go to Brooklyn. We talk to Trey. What's up? Yo, listen, listen, What's good? listen, listen. This, that's yo. When yo, when you drop that ether off, that's how you drop that ether off. You don't play we no game. Had the, you drop it off. We should have had the beat. We should have had the beat underneath, right? Man. We should have had that Nas instrumental I'll underneath. Get, I, I was, yo, I was waiting for you to say that Rosenberg is a phony, a fake, and a stand and all that. I was waiting to hear it. I was, yo, I was, yo, you had me ready. You had me, you had me ready. You mean, you mean Rothenberg, not Rosenberg. Rothenberg, Rosenberg is my guy. Rothenberg's a little no, questionable. No, my bad. Rothy, my yeah, bad. Rothy, yeah, Rothenberg. Yeah, we got that Ethan. Commanders. Hold on. Time out, time out. Uh, Harvey, we got that Ethan instrumental in, in the Serato in the wide orbit. That. Play that. Woo! Play that. Woo! Now, now you say what uh, you gotta say. Now you talk heavy. God, now son. you tell them you from Brooklyn, New York. Now you tell yeah, them you from the King County. That's what you do. Ty Butler about to be in that seat in a minute. You understand? About to be in that big seat in a minute. I've been saying this since 2017, New York. He gonna be in that seat. If I got something to say about it sooner than better, you heard? Stop well, there playing we go. with Yo, us. I appreciate that. Stop playing. Stop playing with Who's us. the best? Pop guys are big. Ain't no best. Right. East, West, right. North. Yeah. Oh, oh, it. Greedy. Here we go. Here we go. Greedy. Talk there we go, Greedy. Guys on the crust of belly. <laughs> Guys on the crust. Actually, I actually hate that song. It's funny. We oh, having fun. I actually we, hate that song because I'm a whole fan. So that, you know, I'm, say, I'm doing that. Geographically, hey, geographically, <laughs> you're not supposed to love that song. But yeah, because Ho's my but, guy. So I'm on that island where I say takeover is better than ether, and I know people will argue with me. It's all good, but for the it's, moment, we 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 had to go play the hits. We we had to do. You have to drop that ether off sometime, man. When people run their mouth, man, because you can't put your hands on people because that's how you go to Rikers. 
So we ain't yeah. trying to do all that. But what we can do is yeah. we can we can agree to be disagreeable. So let's agree to be disagreeable. And for the people yeah, that, that don't like Ty Butler, man, I hate it for y'all, man, because that, that that's a, yo. All jokes aside, I done met that man. I done shook that man's hand, and he was good to my father. That's a good man right there. So despite what y'all yes, might sir. think about Ty, despite what y'all might think y'all know about that man, that's a mensch right there. And if you don't know what a mensch is, look it up because that's what Ty Boogie Appreciate is. That's you. my brother right there. That's my little brother right there. So I get very defensive about Ty Boogie Butler, for real. Appreciate you, big dog. Appreciate you. Holla at me. What's you already mindset? know. So look, man. So look. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. So look, man, this is what it is, right? I, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that that tomorrow goes well. You know, it, like you said, up to this point, Aaron Rodgers has done all the things he's supposed to do, right? Tony Awards, Nick Games. You know, he's saying all the right things. I've even backed off him a little bit. Let let now you know now it's time. You got to get that cohesive thing going with these new receivers. They're young. They're gonna they're gonna make them mad at first, but we just got to get through that. Get through that little rough period. And what did, what did you say you think the record's gonna be? What did you say? Uh, I think uh, my official prediction. I did this with someone offline. I, I had them eleven and five, but I had them I three that. and three through the first six three and three through the first six games because it's rough. But eleven and five is where I, where I I, I want to have them finishing. Still got some be time before I make my all important you know season prediction. But eleven and five is what I'm feeling right now. I'll be at that game September seventeenth in Dallas, man. So I'm anxious to see this cat up close, man. And if he can do what he did did with in Green Bay to Dallas, yeah. how he used to man, he used to control them. You know what I mean? He used Yo, to control man. Listen, I had I was on last night ten to midnight talking with a Cowboys fan about uh twenty sixteen that playoff game. Mm-hmm. The, the Packers were up big. Dak mm. actually had the best playoff performance of his life or uh, up until last night. Yeah, up until the Tampa Dak game. Out that night. Mm-hmm. And he balled out, brought him back, and then Rodgers hit him with that sideline throw to Jared Cook, setting up hey. Mason Crosby for the 57-yarder. Rodgers hey. has, has murdered that franchise. He oh, you think Jerry Jones owns him. You know, Next to Jerry, Jerry Jones, Jones, it's like a hyphen, and Aaron Rodgers is right next to him. Ty, anytime that there's a, a close catch on the opposing sideline, you know it's a good catch because they do the, the same thing that the 2011 Patriots did, did, uh, did with Manningham. They all, everybody on the Patriots sideline was waving their hands like, nah, it's no good. Yeah. They did the same thing with Oboy. <laughs> hey, if you go back and look at that play, and I'm telling you, Jared Cook running and he dragging that toe, toe drag swag, no. and man, A-Rod hit him, and everybody on the Dallas sideline was waving their hands like, no, no, no good, man. That was a beautiful throw. Man, beautiful throw and catch. Yeah, man, that was awesome, and I, and I hope that we got more of that coming. I'm glad you're gonna be at that game, Trey. Uh, what's the, what? Before we let you go, I I, I had uh, this. Um, I came across this post on social media. I know the okay. the temperatures down there is crazy. So w- w- what's up? W- w- what's up down there? We at one oh. We at a, a even hundred right now. We at an even billy so, right now. We at an even so hundred right in, now. Trey's in Texas right now. Central time. Uh, eight eighteen, and they're at they're still at a hundred degrees. It's at a hundred degrees, and at, and I'm Man. pretty sure they're going to send out the uh, excessive heat warning within the next hour, hour and a half or so. 
But you, you know, just have to stay inside, there, Ty. You just got to stay inside and, and, and stay hydrated. And if you are going to be outside, man, take the safety precautions that you need to do, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I mean, you know, you know your body. You know, you feel your body getting over. I, I work in a kitchen, man. So you feel your body getting uh-huh. overheated, man. You got to, you know, slow down, drink some water, you know what I'm saying? Get a little, a, get a little cold towel, put it on your neck or something. You know, things you could do, man. You know, we all right, though, bro. We ain't going you, nowhere, man. man. Well, I'm from Kings County, man. You think I'm going to some heat, man? You better, you better get up out of here with that. <laughs> Yo, appreciate Appreciate the call, Trey. Appreciate the love, man. You stay safe down there. 800-919-3776. Want to hit on the Yankees and Mets when we get back. Uh, Yankees off tonight. Mets did play and shockingly lost. Uh, we'll get to that coming up right here on 987 ESPN. He going to be in that seat. If I got something to say about it sooner, than better. You heard? This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. What if I just start rapping? You think that would be that would be good? If I just start going crazy with these bars, yo, we gotta play some Ice Spice records, Harvey. Let's get that Ice Spice in rotation. She might be listening in the Bronx. Let's talk about the Mets. All right, so they lose. Ty Butler going until ten o'clock. Uh, 800-919-3776. So Jose Quintana makes his season debut for the Mets. You know, a pretty big acquisition during the off season. Expecting him to come in here and help lengthen that rotation that was supposed to be excellent, you know, spearheaded by Verlander and Scherzer. Uh, that obviously has not gone uh, the way that you would have hoped for. So Katana comes in today. It was okay. Mets had some errors. Uh, Pete Alonso, a big one. So they lose six to two to the White Sox. They are now uh, forty-five and fifty-one on the season. So that's six games under five hundred ahead of. Uh, three games in Fenway Park this weekend before they come back to New York City to play the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. The Mets right now, uh, I guess, pump faked and got the fans excited. Prior to the All-Star break, you remember they won six straight games. Uh, they go into that San Diego series uh, with an, uh, a real shot at making things interesting. You carry momentum into the All-Star break, and you give your fans a couple of days to sit on it. Uh, that exuberance is going is, is to hit. Like you are going to start to feel maybe, just maybe, because we, we have the talent. We have guys who are not playing to the you know, hashtag base, uh, back of the baseball card. So maybe, just maybe, uh, we can make something shake here, get things interesting. Uh, you're not going to catch the Braves in the division, but you look at the wild card standings and you say, you know, let, 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 let's get it cooking here. But, of course, they lose two or three. Uh, the tough one was Scherzer once again letting you down and that Sunday game against the Padres. Really must have a game. He lets you down. Then you come out of the break. You lose the first two games to the Dodgers. You win uh, the final game. You beat the White Sox a couple times. And then once again, uh, could we could we do something? Could we find a way to put a streak together and, and, and turn things around? And then you fall this afternoon to the White Sox. So where the Mets stand right now uh, in the division, 17 and a half games back at the Braves, which is just just an embarrassment uh, when you consider where they were June 1st last year. I keep doing the math on this just because it's fun. June 1st last year, you remember 10 and a half game lead. So now they're 17 and a half games back, which means they've lost what? Uh, 28 games to them in the standings since June 1st of last year. Look at the old wild card. Uh, met seven games back of a playoff spot. And I just think that the deficit is insurmountable. 
it it doesn't just require you to get to 500. You're still having all of these other teams to climb. You're going to have to play the best baseball by a mile you've played all season long. I mean, you've got a large enough sample size, 96 games to say, this is just who you are. Minus run differential, your rotation is not as good as what we thought it would be. It's overtaxed your bullpen. Your offense took a hit today uh, because Tommy Pham goes to the aisle with the, with the growing injury. You've got Starling Marte, who you know hasn't been good anyway, but he's dealing with migraines. Really scary. Hope he's okay. Uh, but you, you take a hit there. You know Alonso was doing very well before he hurt his wrist and went to the IL. He hasn't been the same. So it's just too many things have gone wrong with this team, and you are at such a deficit. It's going to require you to go on quite the run and then have one, two, three, four, five teams ahead of you just take a precipitous drop and I just don't see it happening first of all you're not that good as indicated by your record and second of all it's just it's too much too much so it's a little bit of a pump fake you rallied got people excited but ultimately you're going to succumb to the the for, the misfortunes of the team that blew a 10 and a half game division lead last year the team that won one playoff game last year they brought them the, the same unit back, expected it to be better. You added Verlander, who looks old, and you just didn't do enough in the offseason to address your problems. And we'll probably see changes made. Uh, it, it we'll probably see changes made. You, you know, they're linked to David Stearns. You'll see what that means for Billy Epler and Buck Showalter. But that's just what it is. And, and it's tough because, you know, with the Yankees, to, to, to bring it full circle, not much to gloat about there. They get an off day today, and uh, the fan base is excited. It's a, a sigh of relief because at least we don't got to see them lose to another bad team. You get swept by the Angels. You lose two or three to Colorado. You've lost eight of your last ten games, and they right now just they, they, they're hemorrhaging. I mean, just three games over five hundred. Three games over five hundred with this payroll? So how about that? The, the first and second highest payrolls in baseball, the Mets and Yankees. Uh, one is three games above 500. The other is six games below. Expected to be contenders. We're going to have an exciting summer with these two juggernauts possibly getting to a Subway World Series. Judge hitting home runs. Alonzo hitting home runs. All the pitching with you know, Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer. Scherzer and Verlander and Cole and Flop. Flop. And now we're going to have to see, at least from the Yankee perspective, some accountability. You cannot continue to sell the fan base on injuries and bad injury luck. At some point, when you see these teams just zip right on past you, you have to recognize and be honest and say, the operation we're running here is not working. You can only get away with, you know, but for so long, well, at least we make the playoffs every year. Because, you know, right now, might not even do that. Might not even make the playoffs. They're three and a half games back of the Astros who have that third and final wild card spot. And the Red Sox are in between those two teams. So it's still possible, obviously. But there's a whole lot of work to be done. And I, I try to warn you guys. I, I was sounding the alarms on this early. When Judge went down and the conversation became well all you got to do is play 500 baseball until he gets back i said no 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 you watch this team 
You look at this lineup where, you know, Stanton batting under 200. Rizzo, I feel like the last time he hit a home run was like in the Obama administration. That, that's how long it's been. Josh Donaldson, they announced today he's going on the IL. So that could essentially end his Yankee career. A very impressive Yankee career. Good job, Brian Cashman, on that one. Great trade. Volpe it looked like he had found it, struggling again. DJ LeMahieu. I mean, remember in the, that first contract? He had two top five MVP finishes. He was a hitting machine. It's falling off of a cliff. DJ's hitting 231 from a batting champion. I mean, up and down the lineup, it's just, I, I know they try to sell you on batting average doesn't matter anymore. Look at OPS and OPS Plus, but when it's that bad, you have to point it out. It has to matter. The offense stinks. The defense leaves a lot to be desired. You came into the season without a left fielder. Your bullpen can't stop blowing games. You thought that you were Aaron Judge away from being right back into contention? Congratulations, you played yourself. 800-919-3776. We go all over the map. Want to talk football? We can do that. Jets, Giants. We can do Yankees, Mets. Throw in some basketball. We can do whatever you want to do. The final 30 minutes of the Dan Grasso Show. Ty Butler filling in going until 10 o'clock right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> See, I'll tell you the story behind this. I requested Ice Spice on the show just because I'm in a group chat with, like, my homeboys, childhood friends. And one of my guys said, you can't understand the hype with Ice Spice. You know, I'm like, you know what? Playing Ice Spice on the program tonight. We're going to let that Ice Spice ring off. Get ready to tee them high and let them fly at the ESPN New York, New York Tee It Up Golf Challenge presented by Jake's 58 Casino Hotel on Tuesday, July 25th at the Windwatch Golf Country Club in Hop Hawk, Long Island, where 60 teams will compete for great prizes and bragging rights. Purchase your twosome today at ESPNNewYorkGolf.com and join Rick DiPietro, Dave Rothenberg, Bart Scott, Alan Hahn, and other special guests. All proceeds benefit the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Individual tickets for cocktails and dinner are also available. It's the ESPN New York Teared Up Golf Challenge presented by Jake's 58 Casino Hotel and brought to you by Don Julio Tequila. How does, um, I hear Dave pronouncing it different in the morning. Harvey, how does he do it? For some reason. Don Julio. Yeah, Don Julio. Don Julio. Don Julio. Your voice cracked. Don Julio. Don Julio. Don Julio Julio Tequila, All-American Auto Group, Kettle One Vodka, Smart Water, White Claw, Hard Seltzer, Aviation American Gin, Juggernaut Wines, and Schweppes Ginger Ale. Learn more at ESPNNewYorkGolf.com. So, Joe and Harvey, I am annoyed with you guys. Why is that? We literally just talked. What happened? Something's happening. Uh, that I that I just re- realized came across my timeline, and it showed me that you guys are are not worth anything. Not worth anything in what what aspect? As far as the as far as the job that you're doing tonight. <laughs> why, why what is, is that? it? Well, what is it? We're well, so in the car. Scro- Let's lift it up and show it to me. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Here? All right. So uh, listen, I'm scrolling through IG. Hit me up, t- Ty D Butler on IG and Twitter, 
you know, right now, technically, I'm going head to head with one of my idols in radio, Funk Flex. And I see he posted a video on his Instagram. Yeah, see, you guys know the culture. The Flex Bomb. He posted a video eight minutes ago. He's in the studio with Mary J. Blige. So where's my big time marquee guest? I know Rogers is joining the show tomorrow at 7.30. We couldn't get a little sneak peek, sneak preview with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Get him on the show, go head-to-head with Funk Flex and Mary J. Blige. The hell are y'all doing in the studio? What's going on? <laughs> I have no idea where you came up with this. Right, we could, we should have had a big-time guest on the show. That's what I'm saying. You know, I was going to mention to you that you now that you brought up Funk Flex. Do you know it was, I think it was 11 years ago today? Maybe 10 What's years that? ago today? Funk Flex made Otis. Oh, Otis. Yeah, a, I did like, see that. <laughs> half an hour segment uh, on, on his program. It's a two-minute yeah, song. I, he made it like 21 minutes long. It's, it's one of the greatest yeah. videos I've ever seen in my life, the way he pauses <laughs> It's because he restarts the he restarts the song, and it's funny. I was talking to Rosenberg about this the other day, when um, Nas dropped the I, I I shot you know a cop shot the kid that song where he you know takes the sample. Uh, Nas samples that song. It's like a minute and forty five seconds long. I promise. So I had a thirty minute drive. I was out. I'll never forget this. Saturday night, I'm out to dinner with the family. We're driving home thirty minutes. Cop Shot the Kid is a, a one minute and 45 second long song. I heard that one song the entirety of the way home. 30 minutes. That one song. Flex just kept restarting it, playing Bond. Yep, that's the song. That's the song. I heard this for 30 minutes straight, and I love this song. But he, Flex played it for 30 minutes straight. That's why we love Flex. That's why we love him. But back to the point, you guys... Didn't get a big time guest on. What's, what's up with that? I mean, speaking of cop shot the kid, could have got Slick Rick on. You know, he's, he's, that song was sampled. They got Mary J, and you got me nothing. How do you guys explain that? We got to be better. That's how we explain it. Got got to be better. <laughs> I don't oh, know okay, about Aaron we. Boone. All right, Aaron Boone. <laughs> Aaron Boone. We got to be better. Yeah, it's gonna, oh, you know, no. it's, it's coming our way, you know. It's just, we haven't good at bats. Yeah, <laughs> that hard, hard hit rate, <laughs> the hard contact. I mean, it's coming. How do you feel, Joe? You're a big Yankee fan. You you think the season's shot? Uh, like, where are you with the Yankees right now? Season's over. It's over. It's over. Done. I, I know there's two Done. months left. The season is over. How about how about you, Harvey? I know you're into the uh, NYCFC of it all, but where are you on the the pulse of the Yankees? No, it's done. It's I'm done? gonna keep That's watch. It? I'm gonna keep watching because I'm a fan. But the season's done. It's <laughs> shot. Party shot. He just got party swept shot? by the Angels. I mean, Otani's pretty by, good. By the way, could you be would you be surprised if they lose one of these games to, to Kansas City? No, of course not. Nothing will shock you about what's happening with the Yankees. By the way, I wanted to bring this up, too. You just reminded me uh, when you brought up the Angels and Otani. So Judge was asked about Otani chasing his record because right now he's not on pace to break it, but he's right there. You know, Judge broke that that record last year that had stood for 61 years. 
uh, breaking Roger Maris's American League home run record, hit 62 last year, and the very next season, there's a chance that it could be broken. And, you know, Judge, not bothered by it, loves watching Otani. In your heart of hearts, you guys actually feel like it wouldn't bother him if Otani the very next season broke his record? Oh, I, I think definitely it think it would. I, I, I think Alonzo breaking his rookie record the year after he broke the rookie record bothers him. How could it yeah, not? You're comp- at your core, like, I, I, I get it. He's a team-first guy, you know, as evidenced by being named the captain leadership, locker room, mood, and I, I understand all of that. And his team has been struggling right now so mightily. He's not out there. It has to be, you know, it has to be just infuriating him, the fact that he can't contribute uh, to what's going on right now and, and help them. But with all that being said, at your core, you are a competitor. You are, and it's a team sport. I get it. This isn't boxing. This is not golf, tennis. But at your core, you are a competitor. There is no shot that it wouldn't bother you if Otani broke the record. You're not. You mean to tell me it's game 162 of the season? Otani's last at bat. He's got a chance to break the record. Judge is sitting there watching him, rooting for him to do it. Or even if he's not rooting for him to do it, he's unbothered. If he sees that ball go over the wall, there's no chance. There is absolutely no chance. I get it's the it's the right thing to say. It's you know you have to be politically correct in this instance, but there's no chance that you're unbothered if Otani breaks that record, and it may happen. And to to do that once again, so imagine that in back to back contract seasons, Judge wins the MVP, gets the big time contract. Next season, Otani's up for a big deal. <laughs> he breaks Judge's record in a contract season, and I saw Buster talking about he might get like six hundred, seven hundred M's. Man. What a life. 800-919-3776. We wrap up the program coming up next right here on 9870 ESPN. Don Julio. Let's lift it up and show it to me. (laughs) This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Trying to make up for getting rocked the first eight innings. This is like... The Warriors come out the first three quarters and stink, and now they're going to hit every single three-pointer to try to end the game and make the score look presentable. That's what Harvey and Joe Leo are doing right now. I think it's a tight game right about now. It's a tight game? Well, there we go. How do you guys feel about your performance today? I, I want the the honest truth. You guys feel like you, you, you lived up to what the expectations were, or are you more along the lines of the 2023 New York Mets? What? The Mets? Oh, no. we're definitely better than the Mets. Are what you are you doing? Better? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm going head-to-head with Flex tonight. They got Mary J. Blige. We've got nothing. So I, I, I'm left with the evidence being that you guys stunk it up tonight. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I think uh, we deserve a little bit more credit than the 2023 Mets. I'd say it's uh, like day two of training camp for the Jets, just like that. <laughs> day two of training camp for the Jets. 
Oh man. Uh quick quick note, real quick, real quick, real quick. I came across this. Uh the Baltimore Orioles came back and beat the Rays tonight. So the Rays prior to the break had lost seven of eight games and now on a five game losing streak. Uh so they come back and beat the Rays. The Orioles are in first place of the American League East. For the first time since 2016, you got to go back seven years, the Orioles in first place uh, of this division. Now, they've tanked their way to get here, uh, but it's it's paying dividends because this is a, a very young team that showed flashes toward the end of last season that they were at some point going to be a force to be reckoned with. Now, we didn't think that the blossom would happen this quickly. Uh, but they're in first place right now, and the, the Rays just can't stop losing. I mean, goodness, what's happening to them? They cannot stop losing. Uh, fortunately for Tampa, they built themselves up such you know such a cushion in the first half that despite all of the losing they've done lately, what are they still, 20 games above 500? Uh, yeah, that's 60 and 40. So they're, they're still in, in a pretty good spot. Uh, one game overall back of the Orioles in the division, but three games in the loss column. Um, but Baltimore, big up Baltimore. So uh, isn't Rosenberg an Orioles fan? It's a big day for him. He's a Nat fan. Nationals? I believe no, I he's, think a he's Nat an Orioles fan. fan. I don't nah, think he's, he's an, an Orioles fan. fan. Nah, man, he's a Ori- He's an Orioles fan. He grew up an Orioles yeah, fan. Yeah, but I don't think he's that big of an Orioles fan. You know what I mean? Nah, he's a he's like the biggest Orioles fan that I know. We don't know a lot of Orioles fans, so it's a big day for him. Shout out Rosenberg. He's got uh, Dan Schneider, no longer the owner of his Washington football team or the Commanders, and now the Orioles are in first place since 2016. Uh, maybe Larry Larry Bird will be walking through that door for his Celtics, and that'll be the icing on the cake for a team that's won one championship in the last 33 years. But uh, neither here nor there. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Rob in Orange County. Uh, what's up, Rob? Ty, you you got you you carry a lot of weight, man. You blaming the dudes behind the, on the other side, and you tell them where's Mary J. You supposed to, you supposed to be the brother bringing the game, man. Where, you nah, you should have got, got Mary producers J. for a reason. I gotta I gotta turn the oh, microphone oh, on and talk and talk oh. talk my talk, B. I I, oh, I, I got oh, a lot got, on my plate. Oh, I got I get I get it. So you let the little people do the small work. They're not little, no. They, these, these are big dogs. These are big dogs. You see them checks they cash in every Friday? You see, you see the, 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 the Mickey Mouse. Well, well, Mickey Mouse is on top of all the zeros that, that, that Mickey Mouse is sitting on with these guys. They can't get me. You know, Beyonce's, Beyonce's touring right now. They couldn't get her on the show. Jay-Z just opened up or had a museum opened up for him. Couldn't get hold on the program. Come on now. To whom much is given, much is required. That's all I'm saying. What's up? How, how many players? How many players do you think the Knicks are from getting to a finals appearance? Ooh, how many players? Uh, do you think? Uh, they are to getting to the finals. To get to I the mean, finals. It, dep- it, it depends on it depends on the player, right? Like if they add Giannis, uh, they're in the conversation. Like with this team, they're in the conversation. So it depends on the players. Uh, I think that, and I appreciate the call. I got to run. Uh, I I think that because of what they've built here, Jalen Brunson has shown, he showed it in Dallas. He can very much or very well be the second best player on a contender. You know, him and Luca were in the Western Conference Finals. 
So he can be the second best player on a contender. You get here, you get an alpha in here. Joel Embiid might be unhappy in Philly. Then, then they've got a shot to you know to make something happen. Definitely got a shot, right? Buddha in the Bronx, Philly. How about this, Buddha? R.J. Barrett for Joel Embiid, straight up. Who says no? Uh, God. <laughs> God says no. I don't know. I don't know if God is weighing on on. I don't know if God is weighing in on things. Nah, might not be, bro. You know, listen, real quick. I, I got a Jets point, but you know the stuff that was being talked about. I heard you talking about the other day. You know, to to, to steal a quote from Doughboy in uh, Boys in the Hood. Is there a problem here? Is there a problem here? <laughs> What's that? Let me hear. <laughs> Don't make me lift up my shirt. Old cat told me one time, I was working in a hospital in the Bronx, you know, and I was a young guy. There was a lot of people hating on me. Old cat pulled me to the side. He said, you know why they hate you, young brother? I said, why? He said, because you got something they don't got. I said, what's that? He said, it was you. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, that, all in one ear, out the other. you in shape, your mind is sharp, you're, you're a rising star, and everybody knows it. And some dudes got to go home to that 200 pound in the back. I mean, listen, it is what it is. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, man. Oh, man. Tell them how you really feel, Buddha. Tell them how you really feel. (laughs) I mean, you know what it is. You already know. But look, when it comes down down to the Jets, you know, and, you know, I've been critical and everything like that. Listen, the slate is clean. We can't bring none of the baggage from last year to this year. You know, looking at the schedule, last year we looked at the schedule and there was these games we couldn't win. Those games we won. There were games we were supposed to win. Those games we lost. You don't know what's going to happen with injury and all these different things. First six games, just get the three and three. You know, uh, the quarterback and the offense, they're going to have to build some chemistry and all these different things. You know, and it's just basically, you know what's going to really be a telling thing for the Jets, bro? Was the offensive line as bad as advertised or they looked because they were just really bad? Or was it bad because the quarterback play was bad yeah. and they weren't able to, you know, decipher – which reads they needed to and which changes they needed yep. to make at the at the um, line of scrimmage, that's a telltale sign. And you know Aaron Rodgers knows how to do that. I'm getting excited yep. a little bit. I, you know, I'm tempering it. I love it. I love it. Listen, I'm not used to all the positivity coming from you uh, when we're talking Jets. And I got to run, Buddha. I'm up against the clock. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the call. But you're right. I mean, AVT back from injury. Makai Becton, pipe dream. But, you know, he did show promise as a rookie. Rodgers, better IQ, obviously more talented, can read defenses better pre-snap, post-snap. So you should expect the line to be better. You should also expect a phenomenal program from Anita Marks. I'll be back tomorrow, 10 to midnight, signing off. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Harvey. Ty Butler. Sayonara.